This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX is clipped. Now streaming only on Hulu. Great to have you here with us. And of course, it is time for our counterpoint, which is brought to you by our friends over at Pizzaville. You can go to pizzaville.ca or just call them 416-736-3636. We've got one of our Monday regulars in, Andy Stinton, small businessman. Hello. Hello. Hello, hello. And then David Tarrant who will be our smart side of the panel, right? (laughs) Wasn't he Doctor Who once? Vice President of National Strategic Communications with Enterprise Canada, not to be confused with the rental car. Hello there. Good to be here. All right. Jerry's back. I was not too drunk when I was reading that. I was like, oh, okay, Jerry's back. Yes, so the man most believe is the wizard behind the curtain, the brains of the Trudeau operation. Well, he has formally announced, yep, back working on the campaign. And should they win, without question, he will go back to being uh, the position he had. You may recall this. Polling by Nanos back in June revealed ethics was, in fact, a top priority for Canadians. Globe and Mail released that poll. 73% said it would determine their vote. So I'll start with the everyman on this because, you know, I know how you think, Andy. Is this a stroke of genius, arrogance, or are they gambling people just won't care? I like the way you make it simple for me. It's like multiple choice. Yeah, see do how I you get do. to have an opinion see on this thing? See how you do, Andy. I'll go A, whatever mm-hmm. that was. Okay, Number hold one, on. What was shot? A? A, you said, so you think this is a stroke of genius? I actually do. Oh, God, of course you I, do. Let me explain why. All right, let's hear it. Because... Most of the people don't live in a world that they know what a butts is. They think it's what, what, what are the seventy three percent who are appalled? That was seventy three percent of God knows who, but oh, that was back. Seventy three percent of this room? People don't care. People mm-hmm. don't know. Do, to me, if you're putting together a team and I mean we're discussing ethics, no politicians have ethics, so let's just move on from there. <laughs> I don't care whether NDP, maybe the Green Party, they've got some ethics because okay, they okay. because they hug things and mm-hmm. you've got to have eth- ethics. No, seriously. I don't think anybody's looking at ethics because nobody believes politicians anymore. So if you've got a winning team, it got you in place to win the election, bring in your star quarterback. Bring in your manager. All right. Well, <laughs> thank you. Jerry, Jerry, well, guess who's a big fan? Jeanette Pettipaw, uh, um, Taylor, rather, the uh, three-name minister of the health. She said this. We are pleased to have Jerry uh, working on our campaign for campaign 2019. He was an integral part on our team in 2015. And Jerry, as well as many other Canadians, will be helping us as we move along in forming uh, our campaign strategies for 2019. All right, David, let's get to the political side of this. I mean, she is a happy camper. Not everybody in that Liberal Party is going to be happy about this. There's great divisions behind the scene. And at the end of the day, they're still going to have to explain why then did he quit? Yeah, well, listen, what happened between 2015 and 2019 is the issue. It was one of the biggest ethical scandals in modern Canadian history. And I think, you know, Andy had a point in that, you know, this is a... It happens sometimes, David, but don't don't give it to him too often. But but, but (laughs) park the soap opera. What, What did Jerry Butts do here? Right, this SNC Lavalin is charged with paying fifty million dollars in bribes to some of the worst people in the world, the Gaddafis, depraved murderers, some of the most vile people in the world. They have been charged with making these bribes, 
and and there also happen to be big time liberal friends and donors. Right. Jerry Butts tried to change the rules and pressure the attorney general into creating right, one but it's set being of met laws. with a shrug right now. Well, Ottawa's yeah, kind of shrugging their shoulders because people talk about the soap opera. Oh, like you know who who called who and who pressured who and why did he resign and who testified to what committee? And that's where Andy was right. No one cares about the soap opera. He's tried to create a special second set of criminal laws for friends of the Liberal Party, and then he spent months lying, getting his people to lie, trying to cover up the scandal, and getting cover up. and getting the prime minister himself to lie about it. So I hope whenever anybody covers the story, Alex, they remind the fact that at the end of this not-so-yellow-brick road, there was actually a murderous dictatorship that was paid millions of dollars of bribes <laughs> well, yeah, by a no, liberal well, the Libyan government firm. is... And they had Jerry Butts there to help him get off the hook. Okay. Like, that's what this guy did, and let's, let's just never forget what he's actually been linked to. It's pretty darn vile. Right, but again, we're four and a half months to an election, and it is pretty inside baseball. It's how does... Okay, let me ask you this. How does Andrew Scheer capitalize this and make guys like Andy Stinton care? Well, listen, it it won't be done by, not to pop our bubble, but by me, you, Andy, or people in the media, or people in political commentary, or watch the news, because most people, they, they zone out. It needs to be done by advertising. And at the end of the day, yeah. you need to tell a compelling story via ads. So when people go on their Facebook or they're watching TV at night, they'll actually be able to connect the dots through some very clear advertising that says, hey, you know what? There's some pretty disreputable, uh, uh, unethical people who are whispering in the ear of the There's privacy. a lot of attack ads they can make. Okay, in, you, but you know what? Yeah. This is where you guys are inside baseball. You do it for a living. You commentate on it. Sorry, I'm pointing at David and uh, your name is... I said uh, you had a point Alex. earlier. <laughs> but, but you're... Just that broad. Pop, pop, mm-hmm. Yes, beautiful mm-hmm. and gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, also smart. But anyway, smart, go on. yes, too. Mm-hmm. Finished it. You're, yeah, very, you're very smart, Alex. <laughs> um, you're not going to get me off this topic. Most people are numb with this stuff. You say, I, don't, I, this, I think you this, discredit Canadians. No, I think I actually people are a lot them. smarter than that. No, I'm not saying that they're not smart. That wasn't my statement. My statement was they're numb with all of the media. It's the Trump. It's the Brexit. It's oh, the if only thing. they would pay nearly all, the attention no, to these issues that they did to Trump. No, but it just keeps <laughs> coming at you, yeah. and it numbs you. So an attack ad, I just look at it and go... Yeah, okay, it's one side saying bad things about another. Well, you who are in the communication business, David, if that is your real name. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were Stephen Harper. <laughs> we don't listen. We're numb to it because we just accept that it's... A- Andy, you're listening to the wrong ads. Oh, of course I am. Your, ba- your dad's bigger than my dad. It's, it's just this, except you get paid for it now. Well, uh, look, I guess the ads will uh, explain the story, but they can be damaging, and there's a lot to uh, of material they can pick from. Uh, meanwhile, despite all the tensions with China, despite the fact two Canadians are uh, kidnapped and in jail being tortured, you know, the countless security issues that undermine our national security, the Chinese telecommunications company announced Monday, oh yes, the Trudeau government has quietly approved Huawei to partner with two companies, <laughs> to connect 70 remote communities to faster wireless by 2025. And so, David, I'll start with you on this. What does this tell you? I mean, look, the the reporters rightfully asked Huawei's Canadian uh, side of things, like, what the hell is going on here? Because they just uh, were, were caught, uh, I guess, building North Korea's wireless network. So is this the Trudeau government trying to appease China? Or, 
you know, going against our allies. I, 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 with, on Huawei, I don't know anymore. Alex, up is down, right is left. Like the the briefing book on Huawei did have crayons with it. I, I don't I don't quite get how they're making decisions on this. I mean, Huawei. There's serious un, uh, unanswered allegations that Huawei built their empire on the backs of stolen Canadian technology from Nortel. Mm. I mean, this is not a new issue. Um, you know, Huawei's ownership. Huawei's. You want to have a fun. You want to have a fun uh, uh, or less than fun 15 minutes. Try to figure out who actually owns Huawei. Like, you want to know who owns Bell or Telus or Rogers or Apple. It's pretty easy to figure out who owns these companies. Huawei. It's like the dance of the seven veils. So what you have to figure out is is Huawei is very much, uh, in every, every sense of the word, a state-owned enterprise of the government of China, mm-hmm. which is which is currently engaged in a hostile kidnapping of Canadian citizens and has a long track record of stealing from other countries. Right, so why are we making them, why are we giving them the North? We just don't care about them? So do you believe that there is no Huawei equipment in switching gear to do with our wireless system well, in Well, Britain Canada? and America hang have on, banned it. Hang on. No, let's, let's go into this. Huawei is in this country. Yeah. This switching gear is in place right now. You yep. talk on it. So there, if, they, if there are security issues, routers, a lot of them are Huawei that are in commercial okay. in- institutions. This is not about politics. This is also about technology. So Australia banned them. They went to Nokia and their whole system collapsed and they're having to reroute it again. 5G technology is something we need to embrace. Yeah, right. Okay, but are you willing to get it at the expense of our national security? You're good with the Chinese owning everything. They're already everything. in here. Oh, Didn't you? Oh, okay. 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 Do you they, roll but, over but, on but everything, Andy? Andy? No, I can't do anything about it. They you're a conga lot. Like, you are, you must on. win that, that no, competition I, where you go under the bar see, like a... Bef- I, what is that I went thing? onto the internet the before I came on and made some very basic inquiries like as to where their equipment was. Their switches are quite openly sold here. Their routers, which is what they're interested in... Did you use a Huawei device to do your search? Uh, no, I don't. I'm Apple, actually. But uh, Your whole house is probably outfitted in Huawei. No, it's Apple. Okay, well, and there Al- you go. But, but again, and Alexa, again, because that reminds we me of don't you. have a real clear indication as to how this government's going to handle this. Clearly, it looks to me like they're trying to appease the Chinese and uh, ride both sides of the fence. Maybe they're just trying to make a sensible technological really? decision, and it hasn't been approved yet. And don't worry. you think the North needs water more than they need 5G right well, now? And, and this whole As thing a good is... Rule of thumb, here's a good rule of thumb that anyone who wants to aspire to politics land. If you're making a decision, and there's a chance that your decision will lead to your secrets falling in the hands of an evil dictatorship, maybe you should make a different decision. So how about we've got... There is no Canadian company that makes the there's equipment... There's Ericsson. Ericsson. Ericsson There's Nokia. Right. There's Qualcomm. Mm-hmm. And there's the other one. Mm-hmm. But there is nothing actually as good... As, as the Huawei product. And okay. I'm looking at... And if we uh, want Well, to, I would prefer they, my technology they, without these stealing They are testing it on 50,000 people. Population of 50,000 oh, okay. people. Okay, okay. Uh, j- just... Just the, in, the First Nations people. Don't worry about them. You know, no, they're, they're, they're the second north. class citizens of this country, right? No. Yeah, okay. But it's just a technology <laughs> thing. You okay. want to turn it into a politic well, thing. Well, no. I mean, you turn <laughs> your cornflakes into well, a political I, I discussion. Know, if I'm I subsidizing them, yes, Huawei. I would. I, I would love to know who owns them. Like, it's, it should be a simple answer. There, there, yeah. there you go. We've got Andy Stinton in house, David Tarrant. Is it Tarrant or Tarrant? Tarrant. Can we just give you a nice French. He's, he's the guy from Doctor. Uh, do you, do you have a lot of French <laughs> listeners, Alex? No, je ne, non, je ne sais pas. Où est la bibliothèque? <laughs> je ne sais pas français. Écoutez, I don't even know. What the, I don't know. I don't. I stopped taking French je a long time pas. ago. Je me, yeah. Il fait chaud. That's right. Uh, and Andy, I'm supposed to ask you, how was your day? 
Well, today I had an interesting experience, which that's I, nice. I, I anyway, on like, to the next topic. Uh, Sorry, go ahead. My, my sister died recently. Oh, well, that's not how. Okay, and I went to pick true. up her ashes today. Mm. So I go into the funeral home, and I'm thinking, how do they bring them out? And they bring them out in one of those hemp bags, <laughs> yeah. okay, with the name of the funeral home on the side. Yeah. So I'm taking that baby out to the supermarket to go shopping. You went so, shopping with your sister's ashes? No. Well, he, no, go, he left her in the car. No, I'm, I'm going to take them out. Oh. I mean, they weren't just in the bag. They were in an urn. But I'm going to go around. And can when I give say, you my, I've, I've still got my grandfather's in the closet eight years later. Maybe I can drop mine off. I'm not making collecting them. But I just want to see when they say. They're you actually got, quite you know, big, right? It's about. It's about this big. Yeah, my sister lost weight when she got cremated. <laughs> You're so awful. Anyway, yes, your sister passed recently. So we should not be laughing, but I'm glad you can at least. Find a smile. Wait till I bring my bag up. Have you got your own bag? Yes. Yes, I've, I got home. my bag too. <laughs> I just sure. have to somehow get them to where they're supposed to go, which is on the list of things to do. Okay. Eight years later. Mm. When, uh, well, let's get into this one, shall we? Uh, a couple of different headlines when it comes to alcohol. The Ontario Chamber of Commerce is uh, <clears throat> host, hoping that they can get a bunch of changes to modernize the sale of alcohol in Ontario. And that means expanding liquor sales into convenience stores. They want new liquor licenses that would allow for private independent stores, lowering taxes on wines, allowing for Ontario spirit and craft beer producers to sell products at farmers markets. Oh, give com, you know customers the chance to go online for home delivery, and they want to get rid of the inner provincial trade barriers. I see nothing wrong with this, Andy. The majority of it, I think, is cuckapoo. I mean, we've got enough booze in enough places. I happen to be a fan of the LCBO. I think it's an extremely run, organi- well-run organization. Oh yeah, yes. St- but what, you you must love the empty shelves right now. It's- I don't have any empty shelves. Oh. I don't know what's the matter. I live in Oakville, right? We have a we have actually service there. I went in there the other day, and there was a abundance of alcoholic delights. Well, you you got to shop to in the premium Richardson. shelves, though. Yeah, no, of course I do. I'm I'm a, a complete snob, David. There you uh, go. Um, no, I. I think it's we don't need any more liquor put anywhere else enough. You just don't want freedom. You don't want to be a big boy. What 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 difference is it going to make? I can go down to my fourteen. Choice is good. I can go down to two stores. Within five minutes of me, I've got three stores that sell liquor. I'm pro-choice when it comes to booze. Are you? So it would help your lifestyle and the Canadian. It's not because I'm not a big drinker. But what I would like is to have companies have freedom to do what they do. Let the market decide and. I lived in Alberta. David, it's a wonderful thing to be able to say, oh my gosh. You sound like a suffragette sometimes. No, but I just, I'm not a stick in the mud like you. I mean, there's a lot of talk about beer, a lot of talk about wine. Uh, The, uh, you know, the spirits part, uh, I think that's an interesting, what happens to the spirits market? You know, because some people, they're like a two, four, some people, they're like a a bottle of red. Some people, they're like a, a 40 of black rum and I don't judge. Uh, but all the con- <laughs> no, says he's looking at me. <laughs> but I don't. But I don't. But but what's been missing in the debate is actually what happens to the spirits markets. Because if you liberalize a, across a couple of different product segments, um, and that impacts, say, where LCBOs are open, mm. you need to actually figure out well where are the liquor and spirit sales going to going to take place in the future. It's a completely unanswered question as of yet. And I think it's one actually that people who actually want to think about the future of alcohol sure. retail and doing it in a smart way, they should spend a lot of time focusing on spirits. I just met a guy over the weekend who was into Seriously? making, no, like, well, no, I was with my husband, but we, we met a fella, 
So now I sound 80 years old. We met a fella who who makes his own bourbon. And I thought, wow, wonderful. You know, why can't a guy like that ever be able to vision himself in Ontario opening up a, a bourbon store where he does, like, tastings? They should be able to do okay, that. M- miss, I want everything liberalized and free. How about we can go and buy... BC wine in Ontario. I think that'd be fantastic. I think, I mean, that's got to be the stupidest uh, clay right. law, you know. Right, but that's all part of this. Part. BC wine, right. wine so into why can't Ontario. We? I think this is a good thing. Let's take, ask for as much as we can get. No, that's all I want. I don't care whether there's liquor everywhere. And David, to address your point, I don't stay awake at night worrying about the future of the liquor industry. (laughs) Seriously. Meanwhile, meanwhile, uh, a new study by the Canadian Medical Association suggests that a growing number of women and young adults are heading to the emergency more often. And I was surprised by this, but the study, and you cannot blame Doug Ford for this because it was done between 2003 and 2016. Alex, Alex, they'll find a way to blame Doug Ford. I'm sure they will. But researchers say uh, they saw a pretty disturbing spike in female drinking by 86%, younger people 56%. What this told me, David and Andy, is that women are drinking more because they finally can. This We've is, got our own this paychecks. Is Trudeau's, this is Trudeau's fault. No, it's not. I mean, I can't even blame him, but I'm just saying... I, I don't I'm, want the government telling me or my wife or my mom or you know what you can and cannot drink. Some people, you make something legal, some people are going to be idiots about it. And that's just part of the trade-off of living in a society. But I also think there's a reason. We market more to women. We have a lot more choice of sugary, flowery drinks that are fun to drink. They're sexier cocktails. Things like Skinny Girl Margarita, they market a lot more to women. A Skinny Girl Margarita is a delicious drink. It is. (laughs) Okay, let's move along. Has anybody ever thought of the obvious thing here? That women's body mass is smaller than men's, so the effect of a certain amount of alcohol will be enhanced and they are more liable to end up in some sort of alcoholic, you know, fog or whatever's going on into the hospital yep. because they're smaller. Right. There Overall. Okay. I mean, look at you. You're tiny. But I can drink like a truck. Oh, man. you cannot. That's not what I've heard. Or like a sailor. Oh. No, I don't what drink. What do you drink? Uh, when I do, I don't really drink. Honestly, I do not drink that often anymore. Uh, when I do, I have a little bit of red wine. Boring. Used to be vodka. Used to be tequila. But you can only have one bad night with tequila. I did That's that. That's not true at all. And it's, it's a, never been the same since, let me tell no, you. No, sangria is the, the devil's No, 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 no. Tequila, I woke up three days later. I was like, wow. <laughs> okay, let's um, talk about this. A homeowner in the GTA, I'm told it's not Andy, decided to call 911 to complain about the length of time an ice cream truck was parked outside on the sidewalk. Ice cream! On Saturday, the hottest day we've ever seen in this uh, province. But yeah, Peel Police then sent out a tweet, you know, saying, quote, it's hot outside, which means the ice cream trucks will probably be out if the ice cream truck stops in front of the house and is there for a bit due to all the children. It's still not a reason to call 911 to complain. How much of a loser, Andy, do you have to be to call 911 on an ice cream truck? And should we be charging people at this point? Oh, seriously, we should be charging them. I mean, they've got nothing else to do but call 911. It's, it's blocking up lines, the same as the Amber mm, Alert people. Yeah. What kind of loser? I think you have to come up with a, fish, a, a punishment fit for the crime. And I haven't quite thought it. It's, it's, it's making. But on the other hand, some, one of them did come up with a good point because I happened to read those tweets. They said they sit there for, for 10 minutes making that noise. I think you should upgrade the sound systems. Well, on, they have on, to have a generator to, to keep the ice cream Yeah, cold. but it's an, an, that, that sound, it's a bad sound system. We'll get them to play like Slayer next The time. real heroes here, Alex, are the Peel Regional Police mm. because they brought the city together. 
left and right, old and young, man and woman, <laughs> oh everyone gosh. came together to say whoever did this is an idiot. And yeah. and and so you know the Peel Regional Police it was a unifying moment for our city. And I, I think not all heroes wear capes, and we should congratulate them for. I've got to be honest though, like I, that we even have to tweet such stupid people is gave, beyond it, me. It gave I say find Twitter them. something to do, like yeah, you know. But the other thing is, I, I just can't imagine being the dispatcher at the other. Hello. There's an ice cream truck outside my house making a noise. Can you send somebody round? Yes, sir. We'll get right on that, Mr. Stinton. Okay, thank you. And send I, the SWAT team. Send the SWAT team. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We've cured all the uh, world's evils. Thank you very much, both of you, Andy Stinton, David Tarong. That's, Is David Tennant? That was almost German. Doctor Who. <laughs> that was almost German. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get the. <laughs> The French. Okay. That would be David Adherent. Both of you, thank you very much. This counterpoint, it. of course, brought to you by our friends at pizzaville.ca or call them up at 416 736 3636.